A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Welcome back to another episode of Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. I'm so excited about this because we only have one more week. Seven days. This is crazy. I never thought this day would come. It felt so far away. August like, 25th, November yeah. 10th felt like it was eternity. I know, but here we are and it's been such a good week. It's been a great week. You know, Halloween was this past week. I know. I thought she was going to do something. I know, because last year she was Deadpool. Yeah. And I just really was so excited. <laughs> to see what she was going to be. I know, but it was quiet, and she wasn't even, like, active on Tumblr, really. No. She wasn't... She liked a few fans' yeah. costumes who dressed up as the Look What You Made Me Do era. Yeah. My husband and I dressed up as Hiddle Swift. <laughs> There's a conflict of interest I there. feel like that's a conflict of interest, but I feel like it was also creative. It was a really creative costume. The I same bathing it. suit. Yes! Same bathing suit she wore on the 4th of July. Yes, the infamous so 4th of July. No, it was good. So it was sort of like, I wondered what she'd do. I guess she, the first big thing was she released a lookbook for her new merch for Reputation. Yes. Unlike any merch I've seen from <laughs> yes. any artist. It's like a fashion magazine. Like, it was like a spread. Usually they just slap them on the website and see if people buy them. But and this is like model shoots. Yes, and, and usually it's just like a concert t-shirt with yeah. like, <laughs> like lyrics on it. Something that yeah. like you would wear on a Saturday or if you're like me every like single clean, day of your life. Yeah. <laughs> but this is stuff where I can imagine myself walking down the street and people being like, oh, she has style. But yeah, and not like a, oh wow, she's like such a huge Taylor yep. nerd. It's like really, some of it's really subtle. Some of it some is of it. subtle. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, if you see someone wearing that, you will know that they are a Taylor Swift fan. Yes. everything references Taylor Swift. Definitely. But it's very cool. Because the 1989 merch was pretty cheesy. You know, you had the mm-hmm. neon lights, and it was just a lot of seagulls. And yeah. Like, there were a lot of jokes about how bad it was. And I really? guess Taylor, I guess Taylor listened because she came around, and she's like, well, look at this. Look what you made me yeah. do. <laughs> What's your favorite piece? I love the rep v-neck, like, turtleneck cutout. Are you sure that doesn't, like, go the other way? <laughs> I know. Well, because I was, like, as soon as I saw that, I, like, literally just, like, gasped. Because I was, like, no, she didn't. Like, it's so funny. Because for those of you who maybe don't stock Taylor's every outfit, she once wore this red turtleneck with this triangle cutout at the neck. And someone, like a fashion blog, commented later and was like, this is the original shirt. Taylor opted to wear it backwards. And Taylor sort of commented on Tumblr and was like, I guess they're just trying to say in a nice way that I wore it wrong. <laughs> you know, so funny. I understand it. Right now, I've been wearing a t-shirt backward the whole day today. Yeah. So I, I get that. Yeah. The only reason people knew that it was backwards was because <laughs> of like online. The, yeah. You go and see how the, <laughs> the shirt's supposed to be. Shirt, yeah. So anyway, she took that funny little critique and made a shirt that no one could ever say she was wearing wrong. She just took back the narrative. She did. Look at her go. (laughs) So I love it. I won't ever wear it myself, but I thought that was just such a phenomenal addition. I don't think it would emphasize my Yeah, I don't have anything to really (laughs) show off in that area. But what was your favorite? I liked all of them. I really liked, like, the baggy, what my friend would say, hobo look. (laughs) Yes. Um, I really liked the green Taylor Swift sweatshirt. It had, like, the rep in Taylor Swift. 
loved it. And then there was another rep shirt that had cutouts on the sleeve. It's white. I like that. That looked good. And she had that really cute but simple black t-shirt with the I Heart TS in the in the they were I. I was trying to search for all of the merch. I Googled it just right before we came. And it's hard because people just select out, like, a few that they yeah. want to talk about. You have to go to the website and enjoy website. that full spread. I didn't have enough time. I didn't <laughs> think about it. And some of the models were her dancers from the 1989 tour. Were probably her dancers for yeah. the reputation <laughs> tour. Yeah, they, they made some good connections. Right. They have some job security going forward. As long as they don't go to Katy Perry. Yeah. Job <laughs> yeah. security. <laughs> But it was such a great look, and I think it speaks to how hands-on Taylor is with this era. Like, she has a very specific look she's going for, and she wants all of us to be repping that No, and you <laughs> know, look. she did that, the 70 questions. Yes. And someone asked her, if you weren't a singer, what would you do? And she said she would be in marketing. Oh, yeah. She is a marketing genius. She is. She's a genius. I know, which brings us to the next surprise she hit us oh. with, which was that sweet 10-minute video ten. of her writing process for Gorgeous. That was a gorgeous video. I know, it, it was, was so sweet. I have three different Instagram accounts, one yes. for Pabu, <laughs> Swiftish, and then my personal one. I have so many notifications popping up because she was doing all of kind. this. The yes. best kind. I was like, yes, 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 yes. I know. I was excited to see that because I sort of expected it to be like like a two-minute, really polished montage like of an little AT&T. writing. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I thought it'd be really just clean and, and like clearly marketing, but it was actually really raw and like you really saw her writing process. You saw her writer's block. Saw her without makeup. Yes. You saw a ghost coming into her <laughs> apartment. Yes. yes. It was great. I really thought it was like, you know, she took the 1989 voice memos and just upped the ante yeah. like by a whole, <laughs> a whole bunch because it was like 10 minutes where you see the original lyric ideas, you see the original Which I melody. Loved. Yes. And it was just really cool to see her explore that level of songwriting because I feel like a lot of times people write her off still as being like a pop princess not a songwriter and I think that's probably something that has bothered her forever because she works so hard to write this. I don't know why that's still like lingering in the background. I know it's because people like especially when she went to pop like you know Max Martin and Shellback are famous for all the famous pop songs have Mm -hmm. usually been written by them. By them. So I think once she, you know, saddled up with them, them, everyone was like, oh, well, she's not writing these. They are. Now, they co-wrote a lot of the songs, Mm -hmm. and what I think is so amazing is that we have these Max Martin and Taylor Swift, like, two lyrical geniuses Mm -hmm. collaborating together to make the best songs. Yeah. So people are like, oh, like, this is such a great song. Like, there's no way Taylor Swift could do it. It's like, yeah, yeah she's great. He's great. Together, they are a yeah, power it, team. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so, you know, I think Taylor is trying to control the narrative. She's not talking to people. She's not allowing the media to talk about her, her personal life. Like, all they have to report on is what she gives them, and what she's given us is this proof that she is enmeshed in the writing process, that she's central to the creation of these songs. You know, it was also a pretty juicy video. There was a oh, few... <laughs> there were a few original lines that you were yes. just like, mm-mm. I know. It, it brought back the confusion of the timeline. People are always like, 
if the song's about Joe, then how can the club yeah. reference be about Calvin? I mean, we kind of already discussed that a little bit in our yes. gorgeous episode where I was like, oh, Joe was at the Met Gala. Yes. Taylor was at the Met Gala. Like, maybe they crossed paths. They didn't have to have a full-on conversation. We don't know the whole story. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, like, the end of it. We don't know what's going on. I know. That's. I think that's what Taylor's point is with this album. You know, you have reputation. Her face is half-covered by the news outlets. The other face is, like uncovered and I think she's saying like we don't know the full story and to assume that everything the media media is reporting on is immediately true is like to ignore the fact that she has a private life you know (laughs) and so who does who knows when they met but it seems by these lyrics that they had to have some sort of relationship like there was a lingering curiosity there yeah because obviously she did know him when she was dating Calvin because yeah. or know of him right you know, like, <laughs> yeah because you kind of get a timeline of the video and I, love, I love this I know so I I remember when the video came out I was like oh my gosh look at her hair I need to go look back in the research like where she was with that hair what she was doing <laughs> and then work happened yeah and I just like didn't have time to do it and so I loved that you went into it <laughs> I know well to be fair I just the Swifties do a lot of research Mm -hmm. and so I'm piggybacking on a lot of that because the one thing I did recognize is that midway through this video she's wearing this black dress and a black like bowler hat which she puts on Swift Life for those who have Swift Life she's like I'm starting first day of recording yes and we know for like a fact (laughs) that that was at the Nashville Food and Music Festival where she was photographed in that exact same outfit and people were like Taylor can repeat outfits, and, like, obviously that's true, but her hair is the same, and Mm -hmm. she posts that video where it says she's writing, so it all makes sense. So, basically, working backwards from that, you know that this making of video happened on September 3rd, which was right around Taylor and Tom's breakup was formally announced on September 6th. So, they probably were broken up They were probably, yeah. So she was, she just went right back to the song, started writing it, and then it says two weeks later. So do you think that, like, once she broke up with Tom, or maybe even while she was dating Tom, Joe was always in the back of my head? <laughs> yes, that's yes. what Gorgeous is about. Yes. She can't stop thinking about him, and people are like, well, why'd she date Tom if she was so interested in Joe? And it's like, I don't um, know. <laughs> Who cares? She, she but, did. Because the best way... Of getting over somebody is to get under <laughs> yeah. somebody else. <laughs> hey Yeah. So, basically, from September 3rd, and then it goes to two weeks later, where she's working on the song, and that's where, like, the, the heart of this songwriting session happens. And then it's a day later, she's wearing that, she's at the piano, she finally gets the first verse done as we recognize it now. And then two days later, she's in the studio, you see Max Martin in the background, and then... Taylor wraps up the video and you find out like that's how Gorgeous was born. <laughs> I love to see like inside her head. I know. Just like a little glimpse of her, her writing because I'm always wondering like how that is. Yeah. What inspired it all. Well and the original lyrics were pretty writing. Uh, <laughs> I loved the original lyrics. I know. You know one of the funny ones was when she was working on it the first day, she's like, you're so gorgeous. I ain't just talking about your face. <laughs> People were like, oh, see, she had to have been good friends with him because clearly she's talking about his personality. 
and other people were like, mm, I just think she's not just talking about she's his She's probably face. talking about his whole <laughs> yeah, package. Yeah, the whole package. <laughs> so that was a line that didn't make it. And then one really brutal one was, I go through phases when it comes Aww. to love. I'm nothing that you want. Writing songs for her is probably a therapeutic process. Yeah. That was probably something that she was struggling with then. Because, like, who's going to want her now? Like, right. she, her, she's all over a tabloid. She's a, become a joke among, mm. like, dating and relationships. Yeah. And she just broken up with Tom after just breaking up with a very serious boyfriend, Calvin. Yeah. So clearly she felt like damaged goods. And so it's like, no wonder they cut that line because it kind of doesn't fit the peppy, it doesn't. <laughs> sexy no, love song. It doesn't. It's pretty jarring. But then the, the really mm, good line. I loved it. I got a boyfriend. He's older than us. I haven't seen him in a couple of months. A couple of months! Which made me think if that's like, she saw him at the like the Met Gala because they, yeah. they hadn't seen each other for a while. Oh yeah, I know. I don't, like after Taylor did that Vogue 70 questions interview, people were like, why haven't they been seen together? And then, then they just sort of. Fizzled, they weren't together, and they weren't happy, and then suddenly they announced And then she changed her hair, (laughs) which, honey, when I'm going through a dramatic season, the thing that I do (laughs) is change my hair because... Bleachella. New me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going through something hard. Yeah. That's how I express myself. I know. So the line ended up being... I got a boyfriend. He's older than us. He's in the club doing I don't know what. So still very Calvin-esque, but this one is more telling it is again more sort of depressing so mm-hmm. it's probably good that they changed it yeah but it is it's sort of juicy to think about you know Calvin's breakup and it's fun <laughs> I mean not fun poor Taylor but it's nice that we still get these little clues into her past relationships and the and the gossip of it all without yeah. her having to write a full a song full song it. dedicated to that one person right because honestly is Joe going to want to listen to <laughs> an album dedicated to her ex lovers? Yeah, like how Will hard her heart is broken. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sort of the thing. When you're in love, you're not like thinking about exes. And I'm hopefully. also thinking, when did she have time to write like a heartbreaking song for yeah. Calvin or Tom? Because she went yeah. right from Calvin to Tom and to Joe. Like <laughs> she took her break seriously. She, you know, she, she filled did. that time <laughs> with Joe. Yes. <laughs> So it was, uh, I think a lot of people were confused by this, you know, the timeline that this gorgeous writing process reveals, but ultimately I just think, like we said, it either proves that we don't know the full story or Taylor is a songwriter, case in point, and so she can make stuff up. Like, it's allowed. Which we've said multiple times during the podcast, like, it's an embellishment. Right, exactly. And, I mean, blank space, she admitted that she had saved lines throughout her years and just put them all together, shake it off. She was like, I don't actually stay out late, but it just rhymed. So it's like, maybe we don't need to, like, kill ourselves mm-hmm. trying to trace down the days How, this all happened. However, a secret sessioner posted yes. anonymously, but yes. said that they went, that at the session, she said that while she was dating Calvin, she met Joe. And they were friends, and through the whole Hiddle Swift era, they were still in touch. Right. Which I think is the most likely thing, is that they were sort of friends, or like, friendly, but that she just had a big old crush on him. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I just think my theory is that 
songs Taylor writes, even though they're from personal experience and she will always draw on personal experience, don't have to be 100% the true exact story, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. So she's a writer, let her write. And I think this was a great way to prove that she is writing these, you know? She's not just going to a writer and being like, this thing happened to me, make a song about it, I'll sing it. She's sitting there fiddling with her fingers. Contemplating. (laughs) Being haunted. Wondering how to rhyme face with face. And she (laughs) did it. (laughs) But um, I'm really excited because AT&T use this to promo that they're going to do a whole series of these. And these are all, like, home videos. It's, like, so nice. I have a question about that. Yeah. Will that just be on AT&T now? Yeah, it will. But they have a free trial period. Am I going to have to (laughs) wait until, like, the very end of when they're on I know. I don't know how it's going to work out. Or will, like, it be leaked? Will people, like, record on their phone while they're watching it and then post it? Because I'm down for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't want to implicate myself, but I, I have a fair confidence that those videos will I leak. just, I don't I don't have the money to buy yeah. AT&T now. Yeah, the, it is a little exclusive, so I feel like it'll inevitably percolate down to the, so. to the, to the little <laughs> to us poor folks. I hope so. Because it'll be, I think it'll be really great to see, because some of my favorite things from the 1989 era were the Grammy listening sessions where mm-hmm. she just sat there and talked about her process. I think it's so interesting. And the fact that these are home videos that she purposely curated for the fans. It's just great. And she doesn't have makeup on some of them. And it's fresh and raw. And she's yes. beautiful. Yeah. Everything about the way she looks and about the lyrics are just fresh and I raw. Know. And once again, beating a dead horse, she looks so happy. Oh, she does. <laughs> like, honestly, watching the gorgeous, you know, writing process, it was funny because she seemed sort of, like, bummed. She seemed tired. exhausted. But then by the end, she was like, oh, 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 you know? Yeah, she she's like dancing verse. around. Yeah. You know, because you can tell by that time she was probably like filling <laughs> things out with Joe. And my favorite thing in the teaser is there's this shot where she leans into the camera to show her necklace and then backs down with like this little smirky dance. Oh. And it's like this yes. necklace has been so infamous in the fandom because for the better part of the last year, she's been photographed in it and people couldn't tell if it was a J or a T. But we finally got confirmation. It's Joe. I know because guess what else happened? Taylor what? released Call It What You Want. Okay, well let me let's back up a little bit. <laughs> okay. Just a little bit. So on Thursday, she actually teased two songs. Oh my gosh, I know. It was I a crazy morning. Didn't know what to expect. I'm telling you, all of my my alarms, my notifications <laughs> for Taylor everywhere they were going off. Before Call It What You Want was teased, Good Morning America I know. had said that next week on November 9th during, thank goodness it's Thursday, yeah, Shonda Rhimes, Shonda Rhimes Scandal, <laughs> they, they will be premiering a song that a will performance. be performance. So that's exciting. We're going to yes. get a clip of that and then, yeah. of course, November 10th, get the whole thing, <gasps> which is exciting. <laughs> and then they dropped the bomb on us. Yes. Taylor just... Lily's like, oh, P.S. That's not all. And it was also November 2nd was the 13th anniversary of Big Machine signing Taylor Swift. What an important day in history, honestly. Changed lives. Can you imagine? So many people. (laughs) Can you imagine life without Taylor Swift? No, I'd be so sad. Who else would you want to start a podcast about? Exactly. Honestly, I was thinking about this because I feel like I'm going to get sidetracked, but like, obviously there are tons of successful artists out there who can do 
what they do and do it wonderfully well. You know, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, like Ariana Grande, like, but Taylor Swift is like on another level. She has this huge appeal and really great songs because oh. Call It What You Want was immediately something that was like, this is gonna be good. I got chills just with the promo shot where it was teased the song lyric. Oh, that was so nice. I know, because this is the first line we had to expect was, holding my breath slowly, I said, you don't need to save me, but will you run away with me? Yes. And I was like, oh, we're getting a love song. I know. <laughs> and not just for any love song. It's her love song. She's in love right now. Yes. And she's experiencing that. I know. It's so exciting. And we eventually found out that it would be track 14 of the 15. And I know the Secret Sessioners have told us that the last song on the album is a tearjerker. So we knew it wasn't the the song. song but it was interesting because a lot of Secret Sessioners were like, I honestly don't remember this song. I saw that too. I'm yeah. like, how do you not remember <laughs> the song she played for you? Right. I'm like, I'm personally offended that you yes. have lost any part of the memory of that night. Yes, like, get out of here. <laughs> But then some people were like, some oh, people I love were like, this song. I was sitting three feet away from her when she, <laughs> yes. like, when she was playing the song, and I could just see it in her eyes. Yes. So what did you think of it? Um, so I had a really bad day yesterday. Oh. And a lot of stuff just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. So I was like, I'm just going to sleep through it. I'm going to wake up. I know. And that's that's how depressed I was oh yesterday. Oh, my gosh. That is a dangerous that, sign. <laughs> I mean, that, yes, if I'm going to sleep through a Taylor Swift yes. song. So I went to bed at 9, and then my body just automatically, like, knew. Because <laughs> I woke up at, like, 11 o'clock, <laughs> and I was, like, laying there being like, no, I'm not going to. I was strong. <laughs> I'm 31 years old. Of course, like, I, like, listened to it over and over again. I yes. couldn't go back to sleep. It's I, like, so was up good. all night. My internet went out, so I couldn't go on Tumblr, but I was just, like, <laughs> thinking about it and thinking about it. It's a good one. So, the sound reminded me a lot of 1989. Yeah. It was, I couldn't quite place which song, but it was a mixture between All You Had to Do Was Stay and Wildest Dreams. The intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reminded me a lot of, like, the old Taylor. I know. It was very was like, old oh, Taylor. I know. Taylor. It was, like, I've loved the other songs, obviously, to varying degrees. This one, like, blew them out of the water because it just felt like a cozy hug. Like, it was like... And it was what everyone's been, like, craving from her. Yes. I was just sitting here and I listened to it for, like, two hours straight, honestly. Mm -hmm. My husband was like, are you ever going to bed? Like, I'm going <laughs> to leave. And I was like, okay, bye. I'm just, like, in the zone just listening to it. And it was amazing because... Every time I listened to it, I'd, like, hear a different piece or, like, notice a different thing yeah. she did. It was just so rich and sumptuous, well, and I just loved it. a great insight <laughs> on... I had a good night. You had a good night. So you posted something on um, Tumblr. I did. I Guys, this is a big deal for me. This is the first moment it ever happened. Taylor Swift liked one of my Tumblr posts. Well, just one. That's true. She, she liked two. two. Don't be humble. I know. She liked two, you guys. She liked two, and it was such a rush because I was really gunning for it, if I'm being honest. I got locked out. I, I reached post limit by the end of the night, but not before I got my likes, so it all paid off. I was posting a lot of different things because, again, I was listening to the song. I was thinking about all sorts of different things as I listened to it. And then I was just thinking about how we were talking that one time about how she was jealous of Ed, that, mm -hmm. that she couldn't write a love song in the moment. And then I remembered that, like, it had very You Are In Love vibes, you yeah. know? 
It was like, her personal you are in love, which she wrote for Jack and Lena because she felt like she couldn't, she didn't know what that love was like. But she saw what it was like. Yeah, and so I just made reference to that, and then she liked it, and then my heart just went a flutter. It was oh. just so nice. Taylor was on Tumblr a long time last night. Yeah, she was. She, I think she went to bed around like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I think it's just like, like 4 o'clock in New York time. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like the longest she stayed on Tumblr I after a song. I think because this is her baby. I know, I think she was really, like I'm projecting, but I think this was like, she was really excited to see how we reacted. Yeah, it was because every single song she released has been different. And yes. so I'm sure... I'm sure she didn't know what to expect from the other three, right. but this one, she knew. She was like, she knew we'd be all dizzy. But the reviews that have come in so far have been fairly positive. Can I just start out with, um, the first thing I did was Google Cosmo and Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. And they had a very neutral article. Yeah. Based, I think they, uh, they listened to our podcast last <laughs> yeah. week. They just, it was said, call it what you want sounds a lot like old Taylor. <laughs> I know. And I was like, um, okay. You're like, where's your, where's the Donald Trump reference? Is yes. this a horrible song for our future children? Exactly. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. I know. There were a few, like Vulture was just like, it's pleasant enough. And it's like, you guys are so annoying. Like get over they're, yourselves. They're Cause I was on like, I know Tumblr is like a very special world of positivity and mm-hmm. joy. But I was on Twitter, too, and, like, talking to a few of my non-Swifty friends, and they all really like this song. I think it's by far the most well-received out of the, of four. the four. And I can't blame them, because I loved it. And she wasn't even just releasing the song. She released a lyric video, which was basically, like, a scrapbook. Oh, my gosh, I love the lyric video. I know. And she released, like, home videos on her Instagram. Instagram which were kind of featured in the yeah. lyric video. Yeah, you just got a little bit more of a close-up. And it was so cute. I know. This is what I've been running over and over in my head. I know we're all we're going off track. The music video she was shooting in London. Mm-hmm. Will that music video be for this or be for gorgeous? I think it's not for this. Okay. <laughs> I would say it's either for gorgeous or a yet to be determined song. Rumor has it we're supposed to be getting a music video on oh, the night really? as well. Oh, whoa. <laughs> ah, I'm not ready for that weekend. It would be for gorgeous because Ready right. For It already came out. Yeah. I don't know. I know, because the music video scenes were like her alone in London, sort of like having a night out, it seemed like. I mean, she was hopping from place to place. There was a time she was on a bus with a bunch of dancers. So it seems like... So maybe she was thinking about, you know, she's out on the town thinking <laughs> yeah, about how gorgeous... Like, dang. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> but, you know, the thing we have learned about Taylor Swift music videos this era is you can't exactly anticipate what any of them will look like. <laughs> we don't know what's coming. Yeah. We haven't figured it out. We really We're don't. We're not ready for it. What was your favorite part of, like, the little home videos? Oh, just... Go it was everything. I loved that it was, from what I took it, it was basically from, like, the point of view of Joe, like, I know. filming her. They were, like, little intimate moments. So one of the cute ones was when she was in the studio and she turns around and she looks at him and she just jumps up with a glee. Yes. And like, oh, she's so happy. Or when she was playing him slash the... <laughs> whoever was filming... She was so happy singing it to him, and the camera yeah. sort of bounced like the person and he's happy was too. happy, Yeah. But my favorite was, there was a random scene where they're cutting a birthday cake for Taylor, and it's like, finally she gets a birthday with her boyfriend. Yes. 
With a boyfriend that lasted well beyond her birthday. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he showed up. Harry was with her on her birthday. Oh, that's true. And then they broke but up. But then they broke up in January. Later. Yeah. <laughs> so what I like is that this is a boy who stuck past her birthday. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Joe. It's so cute. Yeah, I think it's like you have the birthday cake that totally ties into the moment I knew from Red, and then. It's basically like these home videos feel like the music video ours, where they're like filming these home videos, but now it's real life. (laughs) Well, it's interesting though because in Love Story, yes, um, one of the hidden messages was I think it was something along the lines of like, "One day I'll find a love like this." Oh, she did. I love this song. I think because there are so many parallels to past songs. Oh, there are so many. I can't wait to get into it. So shall we We turn to our next phase of conversation? Yes, we should. And this phase is our lyric review. Yes, I'm so excited. We listened to this like less than 24 hours ago, but I have like pages and pages of notes. Yes, you do. (laughs) I think it's my turn to read. Okay, perfect. So let me start. Verse one, my castle crumbled overnight. Are you ready for that? Oh. <laughs> I have sorry. stuff. To, I have yeah. I have stuff to say about I was that. Like, Wait, what? And I'm Come not on. sure if you do, yes. but it kind of starts off like she's singing about like you know she's used to singing about fairy tales. That's how she started her career was yeah. talking about fairy tales. And we've seen in the past years that her life is everything but a fairy tale. Yeah, she's had to deal with so much. You know, she was literally on the top of her game in 2015. Everybody loved her. The media loved her, but took like a oh, swift good. turn to yeah. like the left. And overnight, everybody was against her. You yeah. know, she broke up with Calvin. She had the Hiddle Swift whirlwind, and how could we forget the Kimye drama? <laughs> yeah. We can't. Yeah. So it's just like it literally the castle. That she, you know, built from the stones. I know. Bricks this is what's great. It's like, it starts out with the, Yeah, it's like a new romantics reference from 1989. She sings, because baby, I could build a castle out of all the bricks you threw at me. So and she did. She, she thought did. she made it. And then she opens this one with, my castle crumbled overnight. Interesting, though, and I'm not sure how accurate this is, but she has an unreleased song that I think was a reject song from Speak Now in 2010 called Castles Crumbling. What? That's crazy. Yes. I'm going to have to look into that look one. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. The next line is, I brought a knife to a gunfight. Do you have something else on I this? do. So, and I'm sure you do, too. So just, yeah. but the gunfight that she's referencing is the Kim Snapchat receipt. You know, that she posted of Swift yeah. and West discussing the lyric about her and Famous. And, you know, the piece of the knife that she brought to the gunfight was her Instagram response to the video. Where part of it says, where is the video of Kanye telling me he was going to call me that bitch in his song? It doesn't exist because it never happened. Right. She underestimated the backlash of that Famous gate, I think. And she really stuck her foot in her mouth with the first statement she made on it which is that I had no idea then the second statement which is like she had some idea and then the third statement which was like okay yeah we did have a conversation but here's the fact I should have led with. She's also referencing guns and look what you made me do. You said the gun was mine isn't cool no I don't like you. (laughs) That's true. So she's kind of like tying the music into her current music too. I know. So we know that that loaded gun was from Kim. And then they took the crown, but it's all right. So, like, and look what you made me do. I don't like your kingdom keys. They once belonged to me. 
I know my favorite though is I immediately thought of Long Live when she's like you trade your baseball cap for a crown and like we were the kings and the queens mm -hmm. like Long Live was her anthem for when she felt like she'd made it she was like a dedication to the fans and to her crew and like band and stuff and it was all about how long live. how they'd made it mm -hmm. and like she was so excited and happy and in her career and then here she's like they took my crown they took her crown they took her keys they took everything <laughs> yes. away from her all the liars are calling me one i love this line i thought it was such a clean takedown of all the things that have been said about her you know she yeah. with one brutally swift line she's just like you guys are all liars i'm not get over yourselves yeah. you know with the kimye like on that instagram post she also said being falsely painted as a liar when yeah. i was never given the full story yeah i know so it's like it starts out like a pretty sad song it's like oh these are really sad images yeah. it's so like beaten down Taylor. Exactly. And then she says, nobody's heard from me for months. Yeah. There was literally an article that E! News posted that said, where in the world is Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. You know, after her performance for the Super Bowl, we didn't see much of her. Yeah. At all. Like, we got the I don't want to live forever music video, but that's not what the media wanted. Right. They wanted that, like, that dirt. Yeah. <laughs> she was over it. She was like, I'm out. Mm. But it's okay because... Because I'm doing better than I ever was. It's like, plot twist. Like, this is when the song was like, it settled for me. I was like, oh, this will be happy. The relief. Yeah. 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 This I isn't going to be a dark happy. song. I was like, she oh, is. good. She is. Uh, let's get into the chorus. Yes. My baby, my baby's fit like a daydream. This is great because guess what, people? Fit is British slang. Like, she's yes. gone full Brit. Fit <laughs> is basically hot. In yeah, England. it's like incredibly attractive yes. and sexy. So it's not that he's like, oh, and like us Americans would think, oh, he's fit. Yeah. He's in really great shape. <laughs> yeah. No. It's more he than that. He is the whole package. Yeah, it's so sweet that she's just incorporating yeah, these different... <laughs> yes, incorporating, like, his his life with her yes. songwriting, and they just go so well together. <laughs> so cute. Walking with his head down, I'm the one who's walking too. So call it what you want, call it what you want to. My babies fly like a jet stream. High above the whole scene. This is where I was like, yes. I basically googled who the heck is Joe? What <laughs> yeah. is his story? Because he came, kind of came out of left field. We didn't yeah. know who he was. Did you know that Billy Lynn's Long Walk is his first like role ever? He yeah. literally was in college for film studies, went and auditioned for this role. Within weeks, he <laughs> got this role. They flew him out to Georgia. That's why, like, he's so... He's nobody. He's but... not in the scene. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Yeah, and you have, like, My Babies Fly, like, a jet stream, like... Remember Taylor's two private jets? Like, yes. she's flying back and forth, you know? Yeah. She has that on her mind for sure. Mm -hmm. And he is. He's not, like, enmeshed in Hollywood. He's not enmeshed in Hollywood. He doesn't have any prior, like, like misconceptions yeah, of who I feel she like is. most of Hollywood doesn't even know who he is, you yeah. know? So he still has a very low-key life in the mm -hmm. English countryside. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so sweet, because that's... Remember when we first talked about this? We're like, who is Joe? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like this is, like, probably why they're so good together. He's just... He's so yeah, fresh and new. because he loves her like she's brand yes. new. Because that's the next that line. Is. We saw the beginning of the video when she was making Gorgeous, and she looked so beaten down and just mm -hmm. kind of, like, exhausted, if you will. 
And she, I'm sure she thought maybe that, like, she was just used and abused and no one's going to want to date her, you know, mm-hmm. from the media to old friends and ex-lovers. But Joe didn't see any of this baggage. You know? yeah. He just saw her. I know. I love this idea. Like, loves me like I'm brand new is a really simple way of, like, how love should be. Is like, you don't care about past grievances or, like, mm-hmm. you're not concerned with everyone else's opinion of them. You're just, like this is mine and I'm gonna, like, treasure it, you know? Everything's blurred in the background. Yeah. So call it what you want, yeah? Call it what you want to. (laughs) I'm calling it love. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get into verse two, which ties in so many of her different songs. Yes. All my flowers grew back as thorns, windows boarded up after the storm. He built a fire just to keep me warm. I know. So, like, immediately I was thinking of Clean, yes. where she's talking about how the flowers that we'd grown together died of thirst, and so now they're growing back as thorns because maybe she's jaded, maybe she's yeah. been, like, tainted by past experiences. And then windows boarded back after the storm again. Like, and the sky turned black like a perfect storm. Yeah. Well, what I like is that very much like the cyborg Taylor from Ready For It music video, she was like basically, in my mind, building up armor to protect herself. Yeah. The thorns were to keep people out. You know, she's trying to keep people out with the with the boards on the windows. But, you know, like, she, he, like, tore down her barriers for yeah. her. Because she wanted to, like, she wanted to let him go. Yeah. She wanted to, like, say, no, you should go. Don't date me. Yeah. <laughs> we know that from Secret Sessions posters. Yeah. And Thanks. he said... No. Yeah. I'm staying. So, like, all these barriers that she put up, he was able to, like, find a door and mm-hmm. come in. Yeah, and just keep her cozy keep her with cozy. a warm fire. Yes. <laughs> now, the next lyric is, all the drama queens taking swings. Now, I which love drama queens do you think is take, like, are taking swings? I mean, obviously, the first one I thought of was, like, Katy Perry, because... Yeah. Like, Kim was, like, a serious thing that happened a while ago, but Katy Perry's the fly that came buzzing out of nowhere, like, years after Bad Blood to just, like, she was just, like, she was asking for a fight, you know? She was mm-hmm. poking, prodding, being She was trying so to get annoying. her name out there and yeah. make her relevant. <laughs> yeah. Then you have, like, Demi, too, who basically, like, yeah. threw her name under the bus with the whole Kesha drama. I know. All the Jokers dressing up as kings. I instantly thought of Kanye and Calvin. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everyone, like, I think this is such a neat way to talk about it because, like, all the drama queens, you have jokers, you have kings, and, like, we talked about in the Ready For It music video, you have this king of hearts. hearts. Yeah. So she's like, I don't even care about the rest of this suit. Like, none of you guys matter. You're all just playing your own game, and I'm over here, like, above it. (laughs) I have my king of hearts. Yeah. I don't need any of this. Yeah. They fade to nothing when I look at him. Oh. Oh, it's just, do you remember being in, like, the early stages of, re- of your relationship and just, you just yeah. couldn't pay attention to anything else except oh, for no, that one so person? sweet. And I know I make the same mistakes every time. Bridges burn. I never learn. At least I did one thing right. This is, like, one of those brutal, like, shocking ones for me because it's, like, she feels all this insecurity about her past relationships. A lot of it, like, fed by the media, who's mm-hmm. just telling everyone again and again and again that every relationship is Taylor's fault. Maybe she's the problem. Maybe she's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I was actually watching a 
interview with Jennifer Lawrence and Kim Kardashian, and Jennifer asked, like, what would we be surprised to learn is actually not true? And Kim was like, I don't know, you just start to believe them all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. I bet it'd be really hard to feel like you're being gaslighted by the general public who's insisting that what you're saying is wrong and that they have the facts. And so, yeah, it's like, I think she carries a lot of these criticisms with her. Like, she just thinks she's making the same mistakes. She thinks she's burning these bridges. She thinks she's never learning. But she's also, at the same time, kind of taking credit for some of her mistakes. And yeah. Not, like, this isn't a song about her playing the victim. Right. I don't, th- I don't think so. Yeah. She does, like, say there are liars and jokers, but here in this line, she makes the same yeah. mistakes. And it's like, she's just so at peace, you know? Yeah, it's like, I don't it's care. not victimizing. It's just like, this is what happened. Yes, because she did one she thing did right. one thing right. <laughs> that line killed me. I know. You know, so much stuff has happened to her, and she's made mistakes, but, you know, being with him isn't one that she's making. You know, in all of in her two music videos that she dropped, there have been eight guards, yeah. eight dancers, and, you know, obviously that symbolizes her past relationships that have tarnished her reputation. Right. But this boyfriend won't tarnish her reputation. (laughs) I know. Part of me is like, oh my gosh, what if they are engaged? (laughs) Yeah. This is where it builds. Like, it's, this is where the song picks up. Yes. I'm laughing with my lover, making forts under covers. I'm just gonna say it again, and I'll say it every single time when we analyze her lyrics, (laughs) it's the small things that make these songs. It's so cute. It's like, people were hating on this, being like, oh my gosh, Taylor, like, get over these cliches, but it's like, even if they didn't do it, like, it's such a sweet image, it immediately places that, like, innocent new feeling of love and Mm -hmm. affection, and it's just like, you're put there right in the moment with them. You are, you are. And then she says, trust him like a brother, (laughs) yeah, I know I did one thing right. So, her and Austin are very close, (laughs) but it's kind of weird bringing in... It is kind of weird. Kind of weird bringing in, like brother it's like yeah. do you have like a Cersei Lannister yeah. situation going on <laughs> I know it's sort of weird it's sort of like oh like does she mean like brother you know like gangster slang because that's weird too I think she's referencing that like he feels like family yeah he I feels know like, family. <laughs> like what was she supposed to be like trust him like my father like <laughs> I think that might be a weirder that's worse reference. that's yeah. true but I think it is sort of a funny line that sort of stuck I out. And Austin are really close. They are, but hopefully not that kind of close. <laughs> but, True. But True. it is, I mean, it does fit the rhyme, so I guess I'll allow it. It does. Starry eyes sparking up my darkest night. The thing I love about this song, besides the lyrics and the story, is the sound is just so refreshing and, like, it feels new, but also, like, cozy and familiar, and the sound of it builds in such an interesting way, and, like, Taylor's sort of just, like, talking a little. Like, she's singing, but it's really, like, low, and she's just, yeah, she's just talking, sharing her feelings, like, you're just whispering with friends, like, over a fire, you know? It's yeah, just so talking about your love life yeah. and dishing on everything. Yeah, it's all cozy. All cozy. And she goes into the course again, which we don't need to repeat, and then... This is what everybody loves. This yes, the, it's bridge. the bridge. I mean, you finally got that. I got bridge the bridge moment. I wanted. Like I, as waiting. soon as it built, I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my gosh, she still does these. Oh, the bridge is the build up to the bridge isn't like this long build up. It's a right. really quick build up. I know. It was just it came so sweetly and it was just mm, perfect. I want to wear his initial on a chain round my neck, chain round my neck, not because he owns me. 
but because he really knows me. I know. When I first heard this, I literally gasped. I couldn't hear the rest of the song because I was just thinking about this. That line over and over again. Yes. Because, like, yeah, you get this and you immediately know that this damn necklace we've been talking about is actually a J for Joe. A huge deal, too. Yes. And it obviously means so much to her because she literally hasn't taken it off. It's, like, in her promo photos. So, like, usually you think they, the stylist would be like, how about you just don't wear that? She's like, no, because this is me. Yeah. Now, the, you're going to think I'm just far-fetched. But I was thinking, like, okay, they might possibly be engaged or taking this step, like, a step down that way. Maybe the yeah. necklace is some sort of promise ring. Because, like, back in the day, like, in the Roman times, giving oh, wow. a wedding ring or any, like, sometimes it was, like, a bracelet was an indication that the man owned the woman that <laughs> the man was his property yeah. basically she's like it's not because he she's owns like, me yeah. it's because he really knows me oh look at and you she i think she was contacting a stadium this is all like wow my in my head she was contacting a stadium to reschedule her tour dates in august and i'm like know this. wedding <laughs> wedding 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 how do you wait tour dates in august how do you know there's tour dates just spoilers. <laughs> she won't reveal her sources. Well, yeah. my instant thought was, oh my gosh, what if there's a wedding in August? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Which she wouldn't get married during her tour, but <laughs> I hope she's engaged. Yeah. Well, even so, it's like, you know who else gave someone a necklace is Troy to Gabriella in oh, High School Musical. Yes. <laughs> or And if that's not an example of pure, true love, then I don't know what so is. So are you saying that Harry loved Taylor? No, Harry didn't give Taylor an initial on the necklace. Harry gave her jewelry. There's a jewelry. difference. Yes, okay. there is a difference. When Troy handed Gabriella that tea for Troy, she was like, this means something, you know? Oh my gosh. So Taylor <laughs> is living a high school She's musical. Living a high school musical. Every girl's dream happening right now. Because honestly, it is like such a sweet idea is that she does have this necklace that means whatever it means. Oh. Call it what you want. <laughs> But she doesn't feel like she's compromising herself. She's sacrificing a piece of herself. He doesn't own her. He doesn't Mm -hmm. care about image or whatever. He just knows her. Which is so sweet. sweet. I'm like wondering, did any of her other boyfriends really know her? Yeah, or it's like even, I think this just like captures like feminist Taylor's. Yes. You know, graduation into true understanding of feminism. I literally wrote down that on my notes. Yes. I thought you would be proud of me. I am. Because I think it's like, you know, she's been in love so much or been in relationships so much in very different relationships where she always talks about losing herself. You know, she says losing herself was the worst part. There's this idea that she just kind of forms to who she's yeah, dating. She, but here, she's still herself. Yeah, she finally took she time lose to like... She knows who she is, and she's like, you don't... You don't own me. You don't own me. Yeah. But you, like, know me, and that's just, like, a really sweet idea. (laughs) Which is more than they can say. Yes. They being the media, because the media doesn't know Taylor, or the ex-boyfriends. Yes. I loved that, because it's sort of like a background vocal, isn't it? It's like, she sort of just, like, sings, screams it in the... Yeah. (laughs) And I loved it, because it's like... (laughs) It's like a knife in your gut yeah. when you realize, like, these people, whether it's boyfriends Who, whoever or... Whoever it is, they don't know her. Public, they haven't the understood. fans might not know I her. Know, we don't know the whole story. Yes. It's so hard. <laughs> I recall late November holding my breath. Slowly I said, you don't need to save me. But would you run away with me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> would you run away? Yes. This is so good because this is clearly like a love story. Sequel. Yeah. Everybody was like, this is love story. Yeah. Which because... people who 
haven't, you know, we have some non-Swifties. <laughs> in Love Story, she says, Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I'll be waiting. All there's left to do is run. Romeo, save me. Yeah. They're trying to tell me how to feel. It's a love story. Baby, just say yes. Yeah, so clearly there's this idea she's had. She's romanticized romance for so long. She's always had these love songs that talk about the romance she doesn't have. Yeah, like the, the prince daydream, coming to the, save her, the, fairy the white tale. horse. Yeah, and so she's like now saying like, "Listen, you don't need to save me, but you want to come along with me? Yeah, not such Do you run away with me. This is like character progression, guys. Like I love it. A lot of people are like complaining that it's a forced feminism or like it's white feminism or whatever. <sighs> but it's like this feels really real to me because it's something you relate to, right? Like when you suddenly get that love that like actually makes sense and it's easy, mm-hmm. which it should be. Yeah, you're just like, whoa! Everything before was just like daydreams. It was just pretend it wasn't like real and this is authentic authentic and you know her self-evolution like throughout reputation like because this song is part of the end of the story we started out with ready for it yeah and now we're on the 14th track i know so what's coming on the 15th i don't even know i'm just really really excited i know this is just like more emotionally mature like this song is honestly one of my top 10 taylor probably now forever because i just feel like it's emotionally cognizant. I think about You Are In Love where she sings like I've spent my whole life trying to put this into words and now yeah, she, she has. did it. And this is going to go down in time. I, I agree know. with you. I love Jack and Taylor. I know. They're so They're great together clearly because like this sound is just so atmospheric like the production of it. I just love what Jack does with Taylor because he lets her story like shine through the sound too mm-hmm. you know like you just feel that sort of warm cozy contentedness. And I think the way she ends with call it what you want, call it what you want, it's like, like, why do you think she called it this? <laughs> I think she's, like, t- telling people, like, don't put a label on me, call this what you want, I'm in love, like, because they yeah. call her man-eating, they call her so many yeah. names, they call her a snake, they, like, think she rebounds from boy to boy, so she's basically, she's like, you call it what you want, because she knows what it is. Yeah, I know, and I also thought, like, I thought that too, but then I was also like, well, maybe she's saying, like, you know... Saying I love you isn't, like, enough anymore. Like, it's so much bigger than that. That's deeper. (laughs) No, I just, I feel that sometimes. Because you're, like, if you, if you're in a relationship and you love someone, you, like, love them. But then if you get something more, you're, like, wow, that wasn't even, like, the beginning of it. And it's hard to explain that. Yeah. Like, when everyone, when my friends who haven't been in love, they're, like, oh, well, how does it feel like? Can't really explain it. Like, like, oh. Exactly. So, I I like that. I like that theory a lot better. I love this song. I'm excited to see if this album is a visual album. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what music video we'd get from this one. I know. I hope it's a little more on the nose and just yes. a bunch of maybe Joe, videos. since he is an actor. Oh yeah, star in it. <laughs> that I can. Get and he behind. wouldn't even need to act because he's I in know. love with Taylor. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I love it. So she dropped a song yesterday, mm-hmm. and now. We're going to get another song and then an album. I know. In seven days. So much hype. I know, which I think is interesting because I've been hearing a lot of people being like, what is Taylor doing? Is it tea time? Yes. I think this sounds like a little tea. I know. I am. I'm getting ahead of myself because it's just so hot. I know. Tell me more. I just think, so the tea of the week, I think, is this idea that Taylor's somehow lost her special touch, like, 
people have been like, why was Ready For It released so quickly after Look What You Made Me Do? She's so desperate to distract from this disaster of a song, which, what? by the way, broke a bajillion records. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, okay, so why would she release Call It What You Want so late in the game when it's clearly the best of the four? People are just like, they have on these blinders because this is historically, like, classic Taylor, mm-hmm. you know? She's always done this, where she releases three to four singles with every album leading up into the same album week. They're often not the best songs on Although the album. Shake It Off was yeah. one of the best uh, yeah. last album. <laughs> yeah, some people wouldn't agree with you, but yeah. I like it. And um, so I think it's just people expect, you know, you have a lot of artists who do release their best single because they need it. No, but she doesn't need but it. Taylor's selling a whole package. She's like, selling that's a package. She started out with Look What You Made Me Do because that was like the dark, dreary, fit the narrative of everything. Right. She had the she snakes. Had to come back swinging. If she opened up with this dreamy song <laughs> about love, then we and then we got Look What You Made Me Do, we'd be like... You know, Taylor's not dead. Like, I, just, I right. just heard her. Yeah, we just heard her, but I think they'd be really confused at... Yeah that sound, that yes. song. So opening up with those three different sounds kind of got us ready for her whole album. Like, yes. we're not going to be shocked. I know. I think it's like, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the haters have to say because it feels like they're trying to say it's a failure, but again and again, Taylor's doing oh, great. Like she's First not- of all, this is not a failure. She's now at 400,000 pre-orders for a foundation. That's double what she was at for 1989. Yeah, so- and that's... Fingers crossed she sells a million I know. Uh, albums, because I know album sales go down now that it's like digital age. Right. No, but I can't imagine she doesn't break that record again because... She's smart. Exactly. Target is doing the, the <laughs> magazine, two yes. different magazines, so that's basically all of her fans want to read this magazine. You yeah. Know? So There's I, no explanation. She, There's just reputation. Yes, we have she to. She is smart. She's going to sell lots of albums because... Exactly. Because she plays this game so well, and people are just like, oh, Taylor, you're so dumb. Why are you doing it this way? And it's like, don't underestimate everyone. Yes. They will buy. (laughs) Yeah. People are buying like up to 13 just for the booze. Because you can only buy 13 for booze. (laughs) Yeah. But it's exciting. I mean, in a week, everyone will finally have the full story to like understand exactly what she purposely did in releasing the singles Mm -hmm. when she did. Mm Because I think it'll all make more sense. Are you ready? for it. <laughs> yes! I, I feel like I'm ready. I'm braced for it. We are having a album release party I know, it's next Friday. Be which is going to be exciting. We're going to live stream a little bit of it, but mostly for the fact that we are doing a merch giveaway. Yes! And we will be pulling the lucky winner, everyone who entered in it. So if you need any information about our giveaway, just go to Swiftish Podcast on Instagram. You can also connect with us on Swiftish Podcast on Tumblr, just everywhere. And on Twitter. And email us, the (laughs) old-fashioned mail, um, swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I think next week we'll have, obviously, a uh, bunch to talk about. I think we're just going to go over our just gut reactions. reactions. You know, we yes. can't we can't start dressing down lyrics. So it'll be too many. We'll like, have to like a from. thing is that we'll have a new music video. We'll have a new song that's being released the day before. There's so many to choose from yes. that instead of choosing, we'll probably just talk about the the week, <laughs> yeah, the release week. Any like, how it goes, how yes. it's reviewed, what's Our the feelings. what's the take? Yes. Exactly. I'm excited. I can't believe it's happening. Ah, it's like Christmas. This song like made me so much more excited for it because I've loved the other ones, but this one was like, oh, these songs She's are back. gonna last. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, so good. So it's all coming up next week. Be sure to join us and let us know what you think. But and rate us on iTunes, please. Yes. You want to know what we can do to do better <laughs> or what you want to hear from us. Or how great we're doing already. Rate us five Thank stars. <laughs> but for now, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you can call it what you want, but we are obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs>